Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We have DJ Never here. Yo, what up? We have DJ D-Miles. What's good? We have Jamie the Great. Yeah. And we have a special guest all the way from the DMV, yep. Washington, D.C. Uh, a lot of you have heard of him. He's in the mix, but he's also kind of a mystery, too. You know, you see him, but you don't you don't really know him. He lives in the but, he, but he's in the shadows. You know what I'm saying? He's a ninja. You see that name, but you know, just like, rise with the one. You know? <laughs> but but he's in, he's been in the industry a long time and he's a vet. And I'm glad to see him here. And he's uh he's just hanging out. He's on vacation here in Las Vegas. We got DC's finest DJ Rise. What's Yo, good, fam? Hey, Thank you for coming. Good, brother. How y'all doing? What's good, fam? Chilling, chilling. How y'all doing? I'm good. I'm good. So you're you're in town. You're just hanging out. Vegas. You're giving yourself a vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little four day vacation. Nice. Self proclaimed. Making, it, making okay. it back before the uh, before the gigs happen. So. Oh, yeah. are you used <laughs> to taking vacations or no? Not really. I mean, if anything, it's like. Three, four days, and then right back into the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's good to see you, man. Yeah, good to see you, too. We have, a, we have a little history, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I used to come out to D.C. in, I don't know, 2011? Yeah, 2000? Yeah. Like maybe 10... 2010, 2011. Yeah, to like maybe 10, 12 years ago, yeah. I used to do... Uh, I used to DJ the park... Park at 14th. On four, at yeah. 14th. Yeah, yeah. Shout to Mark Barnes <laughs> and, and Julie Lee. <laughs> yeah. So what, the story is I was DJing Wet Republic... And Julie Lee and her and her and her girlfriends were in uh, in Wet Republic, and I think they just went to the DJ booth and started wilding out and dancing. Oh, I didn't even know that. And it was like <laughs> popping. Yeah. And I was at Wet Republic, and then I think she went. I think she was promoting at the park. Shout out to Julie Lee. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think the park on Saturdays, on Saturdays it would be like all black. Yeah. And then all Korean. Yep. Or all Asian, right? <laughs> Damn. And Julie Lee was like a Korean promoter yeah so you had this mixture of like hip-hop dance hall right yeah and then you had with with the black crowd one of the illest like mixes of people i've ever it's seen. it's great because it's yeah. dc right so you have <laughs> yeah and everyone like you know you have africans there you have caribbean you have yeah. you know all kinds of you have yeah, down south everybody yeah, yeah. Armenian. You have, you have all kinds of like people there big melting pot yeah, yeah for sure but then like on so on saturdays at the park It'd be like this black crowd that wanted hip hop and dance hall. And it was like, it was half black and then it was like half Asian. Yep. And then they wanted to hear like the Vegas EDM mm -hmm. yep. and all this shit. But then they also <laughs> fucked with the dance hall and the hip hop as well. Yeah. And then I think Julie Lee was like, hey, we need this dude crooked because he's like, he's playing everything. Yeah. Like yeah. he's best Merging of both worlds. Together. Exactly. So then they, they had me come out. And I was like doing it for a few years. I think I was yeah. like coming out there, and then they had five come through. Yep. And uh, and then you were DJing there at the park at the time. Yeah. So I would be on the patio. So the first and second floor would be like you know hip hop, uh, reggae, R and B. Oh yeah. So and like then, yeah. Like, let's explain it. There's like yeah. four floors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So <laughs> right? it'd be like the first floor, and then the second floor is like a mezzanine around the the, fir uh, the first floor. Right. And then there would be a third floor, and then the fourth floor would be like another mezzanine. And that that's where you would play. Yeah. And then I guess first and second would be I'm thinking it's I think it's hostility. Like, Shout out to DJ Hostility. Oh yeah, hostility. Oh, I haven't heard right. that name in a while. Yeah. Yeah. He would hold down Friday and Saturday, hostility. I think, at, on the first and second. So I mean yeah. the first and second floor would be it would be like um hip hop, R and B, dance hall, everything, yeah. right? Right, right. But it was also like an entry, like you walked in 
and it was like you know like you you kind of got your first drink you hung out yeah right and, and it like, was and it, not to cut you off quick but it was a restaurant too so people would be like kind of like coming out of dinner mode on that first level too right yep yep so they would yeah they would have first and second floor would be dinner like to kind of set everything up then how silly would play and then they would filter people out to the patio. So there would be first, second patio. And then after a certain time, then they'd open up the third and fourth. And that's when, you know, things, everything got popping after that. Yeah, yeah. So. And then um, you was on the patio. Yep. And Flips would do the patio. Shout to Flips, too. Flips would do the patio. Flips would also do the, uh, he would also do the fourth floor as well. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, on like Fridays or something, right? Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. And then I think later on, he started doing Saturdays. Okay. So he'd have a night. Yeah, yeah. Um, like once a month, Saturday or something mm -hmm. like that. So then so, yeah. you were doing you were doing the patio. Yeah. So funny story about even getting into park in the first place. Uh, we were talking about Dirty Hands. Uh, so I was actually opening for Dirty Hands. I think it was like 2011, 2012. Dirty Hands is like an OG too. Yeah. Shout out to Dirty Hands, yeah, man. He like was one of the ones that actually got me like my start. Cause I was like, yo, I want to start DJ, and he was mm -hmm. like, yeah, you can start opening for me like in these certain places. One day he hit me up. I was hanging out. I didn't have a gig. It was a Saturday. And he was supposed to be on the fourth floor. And he was like, yo, I, I got food poisoning. He's like, can you fill in? And I was like, I've never DJed at Park ever. I was like, <laughs> yeah. So he, so I get down there. No one had heard me there. Uh, and then Malik, shout out to Malik. Malik was like, yo, like. Malik was a, like a promoter, door host guy, right? Right. Yeah. Slash like MC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slash yeah. MC. So yeah, he would hop on and he was like one of the dopest MCs. He would like, when I'm DJing, he would just get on the mic yeah. and he would amp it up. And he would, he would know like, oh, you about to do dance hall? Then he would like, he would just know Go. everything, everything what to say. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. He'd be like, he'd be like, slow wine, slow wine. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was also around the time when everyone was doing the dances, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So he'd be like, um, he'd be what, thunderclap, right? <laughs> he'd like, he'd like, dude, like, was it thunderclap? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ponder river. Yeah, he'd be like the ponder river. It was thunderclap, right? Yeah, thunderclap. Yeah. Like, sing, so, yeah. sing another plane. Sing, sing another plane. plane. Wow. Dude, like, I forgot about that. Yep. He did all that, but yeah. So he. I had told him that I was, you know, starting DJ and he was like, yo, if you ever need anything, hit me up. I never really hit him up for anything. But then when I got down there, the GM came out and he's like, all right, it's our Saturday. You got to rock this because like Saturdays, sorry, Saturdays at the park was, you know, packed. Yeah. So like he's like, yo, you got to be ready. You got to rock like as soon as you get in, da, da, da. He's like, what are you more comfortable with the first and second or third and fourth? Because they were going to put hostility on the third and fourth mm -hmm. and then have me first and second if I was not comfortable with the format upstairs. I was like, I want to do third and fourth. He's like, I bet. So, so Julie Lee comes out and is like, hey, you know, she's like, I hate, the GM comes out. And he's like, hey, this is Rise. And Julie is like, oh, hey, he's like, oh, you're doing uh, the first and second floor, right? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to put them on the third and fourth. And the look on her face just, she looked at, like defeated. Cause she had never heard me before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, damn, like you're really gonna put him on like my floor? Like, this is my party. I don't even know this DJ. I feel like, you know, he's gonna stink it up. And then, like, I think within like 30 minutes of me playing, she was just like, 
you know, Julie's like, you need anything? Like, I got yeah. you. And I was like, okay, so I think I'm doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good shit. It was, it was an interesting time back then. Because, sure. I mean, the park now, it's not like that, right? Is it still like that? Well, or is the funny it- thing is, so they, during the pandemic, they switched to just restaurants. So mm-hmm. they're just doing everything restaurant, like no, no real parties. Like they would have like one-offs here and there. And then uh, they, I think just recently they started opening back up like, doing Friday, Saturday uh, parties. Don't quote me on it. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure they have DJs oh, now. Oh, wow. So. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. When I was going out to D.C., it didn't seem like there were any DJs that were playing like the EDM or the big room EDM or like the house. Like It, it didn't seem like it was incorporated on like an open format Vegas level. Yeah. I mean, the thing is with D.C. is actually a big house scene. Yeah. But the house scene and the open format scene for a while out there was kind of separated. It was segregated. Like yeah, exactly. So you had Club Glow that was doing you know all their stuff at I guess at the time it was uh, the club was called Fur. Then they bought Echo Stage and made Echo Stage was right. like a big prominent EDM. That's like a house festival. Venue. That's like yeah. a festival experience. It's massive. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that. You had that world, and then you had kind of everything else. But mm-hmm. then that, when that started to merge, that's when the DJ started figuring out that they had to play everything. Because that's why they brought me right out, away. because it was like the formula. I, I don't know. I, you correct me. You tell me. Because like when I was coming out, I felt like that was like a new formula for them. Yeah, it's just that they didn't, it wasn't like you, like that Vegas style that you brought is more like that kind of like, just like aggressive, like, you know it's a certain time, you gotta get the crowd like right. you know, really raging. So we didn't really have that format to to look at unless you went out here or you went to New York or you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was a little bit more subdued. So you you weren't as you well, weren't attacking I mean, you, it as I mean you did have high energy you had high energy DJs and shit. Like you like Yeah, yeah. Like I, Quicksilver was like to the king. He, he's still the king of like uh DC. Oh, was yeah, it Quicksilver. For sure, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember hearing Quicksilver like yeah. on I think it was like maybe the all hip hop night. Yeah. And he was like he's he's definitely like one of the masters on the mic. Pause. Like right. is he like he's an OG amazing. he's an OG in the city? He's on the oh radio. yeah, he's on the radio. He's like one of the more prominent like radio guys i think in the country pretty sure so yeah when it comes to yeah you would say that he's probably the king when people think about a dj yeah in dc one of the names one the top five would definitely be him so i would go see i would go see him i would try to stay like maybe a day i think maybe he did sundays or something or he did fridays i don't i think it was sundays and i would go check him at the park Mm -hmm. and he'd be on the third fourth uh floor and it'd be crazy packed and it'd be yeah. like athletes rappers there yeah there'd be like it special would, appearances yeah like it would be it would be like sunday at live right at the park right, right. and then he'd be like and then he would do a house set though he would do this like up-tempo edm set uh-huh. <laughs> but he would play like <laughs> <laughs> but he would play like shit that i would never think would be you know like he would play like um i got a feeling black yeah. eyed peas but the way, but it's like a completely hood hip hop crowd. Yeah. And he's yeah. playing I Got a Feeling. <laughs> and the way he's just working it on the mic, like everyone's popping off. Into it. Yeah. That's yeah. almost universal, man. It's like. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? Like, when, <laughs> when, at, that time, at, at that time? time? 2010 yeah. to 2012? No. Hip hop was yeah. so different than fucking anything. Yeah. It was like all this like. I mean, fucking, everybody knew that song though, man. No, right? but it, for <laughs> like, you wouldn't do that at Live on the Sunday. Yeah. You wouldn't play I Got ding, a Feeling. Ding, but ding, he was ding. very strategic. What he would do, he, was, he would run into that, like I think 
in the last 15, 10 minutes. Yeah, well, like, it you would know be something saying? to like break up the yeah, like break up the trap. It's like okay, high energy, high energy. Okay, now we go back. Yeah, because you know, like, it would be it would be up. like all trap. It would be all seventy BPM. Yeah, right. And it would be like hard ass shit. And then all of a sudden he's just like he's on the mic, drops. I got a feeling. He'll drop. Uh, we found it. love, Rihanna. <laughs> I think it was like five records. Yeah, and it was yeah. like and then it, and then he was the first the first time I ever witnessed like all black crowd. Like all, like I was just like he played O'Connell Pop, right? Yeah. Um, what I is love it? it? What is it? I love I it, love right? It. I love it. And it was the first time I saw like all these black women, all these like black girls just screaming. I was like, oh shit! Like this isn't just like a white girl, like like an EDM record. This is like I was like black girls like this shit. Like they were going crazy. They knew That's all crazy. the words. I would not have the balls to play it. No, but it was great, and I was just like, this is dope, you know. Like I was like the way he was working the mic and 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 just feeling it out. I was like, it was it was really impressive. Yeah, yeah I yeah. just think it was it was to be able to work the two together was something that took a little bit more time, I guess, for DJs not out of those major cities. You know what I mean? Like you didn't really know. Like you knew the EDM was popping off, but you didn't know how to really incorporate it into a, a open format set or maybe a smaller room. Mm-hmm. And then, like you know, just got it later on, kind of thing. It's what, what was the capacity of this, the, oh, man. the third and fourth say, like, <laughs> of this room? Three, three thousand, maybe. Yeah, I mean, oh, shit, the, whole, the, the whole the uh, whole club was about yeah, like twenty five hundred, like three. I think what, like each floor yeah. was like what six to eight hundred or like five about that five yeah, yeah. seven hundred mm-hmm. because it's why it was spread out and it's like a I don't know like. You could probably yeah, do like really five, five to eight hundred per floor. Yeah, yeah. and then there's then the patio. You could do then like three to four hundred. Yeah, right? exactly. Damn. Yeah. So if it was like pack, if it was like I don't know, like a Memorial Day weekend or like a big holiday weekend. Oh yeah, it'd be a line. It'd be crazy. Down the block yeah, it'd be crazy around the block. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think my first experience at Park was two thousand eight, and I was there for a Howard Homecoming. Oh man. And it was unreal, bro. Like, yeah. it was my first time in D.C., so I went to the homecoming, did all that stuff, the football game, and then I had some friends that had a table at Park. Damn. So we did dinner at Park, and then we did the club, and it was Damn, like, you ate at Park? Yeah. How is it over the there? The food was actually really good. <laughs> I had some seafood, yeah. The, I've the heard wings, it's good. The wings, the macaroni, I, I, lo- I think I had the fire. lobster with, like, a pasta or something. Oh, it was fire. actually really good. Mark they, doesn't play. He's like, yeah. yeah. Mark, I remember- Like, all, we, we got to explain Mark Barnes, because Mark yeah. Barnes is, like- <laughs> Like bef- before, there was a Dave Grutman. He was like, yeah, he's like, dude. he's the dude. Like he's, uh, he's just like, he's, he's just so tapped in, right? Like, but he's, he's like the godfather of nightlife. Yeah. in in DC. Well, he was running you know? parties with with Diddy at Howard Homecoming. Right. Like a long, long time. He's ago. actually someone. If he's ever in Vegas or yeah, wherever in the DC area, like we should definitely have him. have him on the podcast for sure. Because he's like a, he's just really charismatic. Yeah. He talks a lot of shit. <laughs> he used to talk a lot of shit to me. Um and he's just like he just has that hustle energy. Yeah. Oh, but like sure. that 90s He's is he's like from that, New York, he got right? that 90s hustle energy. I don't know yeah, how to it explain feels it. Like is he from New York? I don't know I if he's he from is. New York. I could be wrong. But I just Maybe. feel like I've, he heard, I mean, I've heard mad stories. I can like, see but I've been it. listening to like like hip hop podcasts, and then his name comes up a lot mm. amongst like old school rappers. I mean, if he was doing a party with Diddy during yeah, the Howard University running. years, yeah, he exactly. must have been around since the late '80s. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wonder if he was maybe connected in Harlem 
or is it like Uptown or something like He's that? He's from New York? I don't think. I don't, I don't know. know. You're from, you said you're from New York. Yeah, yeah. I was born there. I was born in Brooklyn, actually. In Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah. And how long? Yeah, yeah. Wait, and then you moved to the what? DC? I moved to Silver Spring, like right outside of DC. So, like, literally the next town over. <laughs> how old were you? How old were you in Brooklyn till? Uh, I was like, it was early, like six. And then I moved down to Silver Spring. But then I would always go up in the summer because I got a lot of family. Yeah. They were all, they were all in New York. And as soon as, soon as uh, spring, uh, spring break, summer break, you know, I would be right back up there. What part so. of Brooklyn? Uh, Flatbush. Oh, shit. shit. New York Bush. between Clarendon and Gatilio. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you, wear, would you ever go to like New York to get records and shit and vinyl? Oh, no. So I was a DJ and then. Oh, shit. Um, but I would always run to the. So I went to St. John's as well. So oh, I would shit. always go I to. I went to St. John's. Did you really? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> did you finish? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, been no. But uh, yeah, so wait, I would wait, go. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what were you studying? What were you trying to major in St. John's? Communication, accounting, accounting. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, man. Fuck, man. All right. <laughs> that would have been a completely different never. <laughs> <laughs> Point that step. <laughs> oh shit. So but you yeah. went to St. John's. Yeah. So up there, I would go to. Uh, man, when it was. When remember Exit? I used to go to Exit. Yeah, I used to go to Sound Factory. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other spot? I mean, I've been into a bunch. Stereo. Wait. So like where did you that. did you fall in love with nightlife and want to become a DJ because of your New York experience or your DC experience? I would say probably New York experience. Really? Just because I was you know I was there when you know Riz would just. Show oh, up to shit. exit yeah, at yeah. like three in the morning, and when Fat Man Scoop would be with him and just grab the mic and be like, Fat Man Scoop, do you yeah, yeah. Riz? Like, and you like Crazy. those kind of iconic moments. Like, right. like I saw Eric, uh, uh, AM play at stereo, and and like right after him was Spinderella. It's like that kind of stuff. It's like, whoa, like, you know what I mean? So, like, Damn. seeing stuff like that, and then being like, you know what, that's the I like wanna... the late 2000s in New York, right? The right, late, exactly. that was like the mid 2000s. No, it's like. Towards, it was like it was like it was like because stereo was like two thousand seven eight. But I feel like that was before you moved to Vegas. Stereo. No, stereo did opened after I moved. Oh, okay. So like stereo opened like maybe two thousand six seven. I don't know. Yeah. I think it was a little bit before that. Yeah, I want to think say stereo that. was like two thousand two. No, 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 not that. I mean, no, no, no because am I bugging? If stereo was open, I would have been. <laughs> I would have been DJing. I would have wanted to DJ. <laughs> no, no, no. I would have wanted to DJ there. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So like this, the, actually, yeah, no. This is like the, right. this is like a ten. June. So it had to be right after you. No, yeah, you're this right. This is like the ten June, like stereo, like late, like New York. You started seeing like because uh, Mark was DJ. Mark Ronson was doing stereo. Yeah, yeah. He used to do that all the time, and um, Q-Tip. That's right. But that was like yeah, but that was like late, and then they started doing all of these cool parties. I forgot that one spot downtown. And they started doing those parties downtown. And then it was like 10 June. Well, so when yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. After- it's the late 2000s because, like, I started hearing, like, new, my New York re- motherfuckers would report to me, like, yo, this is opening and this is popping right now. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, are you there? They'd be like, nah, I'm not DJing there. Or they'd be like, you know? So it was one of those that I was already in Vegas doing mm-hmm. Vegas shit. And mm-hmm. then I would hear about stereo. And then, like, you know, like, I would talk to Sean Perry, who was killing yeah, it. He was exactly, killing yeah. it back then. Mm-hmm. Sean Perry's at 10 June. I think he did he was, stereo once in a while. He was doing Kane. Yeah. yeah. Simone Lounge. Yeah. Remember that? That was Simone that, that Lounge. Was, that was right after 10 June. Oh. Or they was during 10 June, and then 10 June closed, and then Simone Lounge was on, was, like, 
It's like two blocks up in Meatpack. So you was really in the New York scene. Yeah, huh? yeah. I actually, I actually started promoting for a little bit. I was like a sub promoter, but like I was promoting for a little bit, and it was kind of easy because, you know, back then all you needed was like. 15 model girls with you and you just bring them to the party and like sit them at a, at a table and they bring you bottles and then these wait like, wait wait who, who, <laughs> put, who put you on to game who put you on I mean, to game oh uh, man I feel like you guys are gonna thing. know um remember uh Adam uh, what's his name Adam Glove Glove I've heard, I remember the name so he was the one and he the funny thing is when I uh when I started sub promoting for him because this this he, was the was time kinda, when everyone was a sub promoter Right, yeah. so I was definitely yeah. one. <laughs> what does that mean exactly? So you just work for a main? Yeah, so you basically you have so there's a one promoter that's like direct to like say the owner or whatever, okay. and then you have like they have like their minions or whatever that. Okay, so they're their their team. Right, yeah. exactly. But, so but I was like part of the like the team. But what it was usually, and you correct me if I'm wrong, is that these promoters that were at the top, that was like the head promoter. Uh-huh. Those are the guys that were kind of like promoting for a long time. Right. They've been in the game for a long time mm. to the point. See, like promoters, if you're a promoter, right, you have to like renew your demographic of age. You have yep. to renew it. Okay. So it's like okay. if, if you're promoting and you're popping in 2000 and all the 22, 23 year olds, like you have a group of 22, 23 year old crowd in five years or three years, they start getting older. Yeah. They're getting married. They're not going out as much. Got careers. So yeah, then you need to, to like. You need to like refresh and get the next round of twenty two, twenty three. Right. Yep. But after, <laughs> wait, wait, so I was gonna say refresh. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so you it's need true. to keep renewing your demographic and going lower, lower. Yeah. It's like you know, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out in what year, right? In right. the nineties. Yeah. But kids nowadays still know about Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> yeah. Turtles, right? Exactly. So you like they're consistently like educating and like refreshing their demographic. Yeah, so the same thing with promoters, but at a certain point. These promoters get older yep. and their lifestyles change. So the smartest thing that they started doing was getting younger dudes to promote under them. Yep. Right. So these dudes, was. like they wouldn't even have the clientele anymore. They'd have like the big money clientele, but they wouldn't have the quote unquote girls right, right the right. young girls and that's what we were and that's where <laughs> that's what you gotta get the young girls and that's where rise came that sounds so wrong <laughs> the, the young rise brought in the young girls the, the oh, young man. um what's the what's the, <laughs> the modeling agency in new york real bad <laughs> <laughs> uh wilhelmina wilhelmina like you yeah, had like seven four, girls right. living in yeah. one apartment four models <laughs> the four models yeah well then you, then you had rise who was like you know young <laughs> Good looking. Like a young Obama Probably he knew how to wrap the shorties, yeah. you know? He's like, oh, this, oh, this is easy. I get a free table. I mean, I get I'm to, you know? Lie. It was, it was. Pretty dope, <laughs> and that was the days. I mean, that was the days when you still had the. It was before the, you know, that. Big and there was like, there was like nineteen, right? The models. Yeah, kind of. So they were, <laughs> they they were, they were twenty-one yet. They were like presenting library cards, like, and they were like, oh, "Okay, get in." This like, is this <laughs> allegedly. This is like allegedly. Really, this is like toxic. Uh, this is some toxic <laughs> New York stuff right here. This is like when, this is like when women on Twitter are like, "Yo, don't ever give men any microphones." Like, <laughs> men, <laughs> men should be ban- they're like men should be banned from having podcasts. Well, you have to think about it. Why do you, like that's why girls are like when you're like twenty-two, like oh, I'm tired of going to the club. It's like because y'all were getting in when you were like. 17, 18. Yeah, like 16. Yes, that. Yeah, I mean, it's just the truth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you was, 
You was doing your, you was, you was <laughs> oh, sub promoting. <laughs> you was sub promoting. Why do we go down this road? <laughs> so you didn't, you weren't even thinking about DJing at this point. No, I just loved going to the club, and yeah. you know, I, just hearing all the DJs around. I mean, man, there was so well, did many. You, did you love the music, or you just? Oh loved no, everything? it was the music. It was like the music. I was, you know, I was, you know, a music nerd for. You know, since I was born, so. But you never thought to DJ until what was it? What, what was it? I so you heard I'm DJ only been DJing though. now for twelve years. Yeah. So and I'm so 2010. almost 40. So yeah, yeah. So 2010. No, but what was it that would like click that where you're like, I got to DJ now? Was it this? I just guy? wanted to try no, it out. No, like no, I always this wanted guy at to. All <laughs> right. No, I always wanted to. I always wanted to. I didn't really have the the means per se, and then I was like, how do I even do this? And then I was started getting equipment. And then started practicing, and then I was like, hey, that's why I hit up, you know, people like Flips, shout out to Flips, people like Dirty Hands, and I was like, yo, like, let me open, and they were like, all right, cool, and then it just kind of skyrocketed from there. Damn. So. So then, and you've been in D.C., and and, and I, I introed you that you're like, everyone knows you, but not everyone <laughs> knows you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, that. we're like, on, like, on the internet, it's like you're very, you're very quiet. Like you know what I'm saying. You're like under the radar. Yeah, I mean, but then, but then when we're in DJ circles, everyone knows Rise. Right. Every DJ I know, I talk to, they know who you are. Right, right, right. And then you're and you're you're in different cities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, how's this dude moving like this? <laughs> well, it's funny from you know? Park. Um, I think one day I was I was just there and and shout out to Neil Jackson. Neil Jackson actually came and visited. That's another one that everybody knows. Neil Jackson. Neil, everyone knows. Neil. <laughs> everyone knows Neil. He gets so around. Neil came yeah. up and it was like, yo, hurt. We were on the patio and he was like, yo, you're good. I was like, yo, thank you. And he's like, nah, nah. Like you should like get on the road. Like you just play in DC. I'm like, yeah, kinda. And he was like, oh. And then he like put me in New York and uh, you know just gave me a bunch of different contacts in different cities and then that's how I started moving around wow. honestly like I don't need a lot for that so. damn man yeah, yeah. Yeah. were you were you cool were you in the same circles as Jerome Baker uh, not at the time um, but I knew of Jerome like yeah, in the yeah. city and then you know started going out to his, uh, to his parties like Rock Creek Social Club and yeah. like shout to Jerome that. Baker to Jerome. That's, the, that's my brother right there but uh, yeah when I first started I didn't really know of no too much of him but like you know, just just going to his parties later on, it's like like a whole other experience on that front as well. Because do you see, even though there's like you know your prominent, let's like say like a park at Fourteens and other things like that, there's also clubs that like you may not have heard of, but like pop off. You know what I mean? It's kind of kinda like Vegas, kind of the same thing. Of like course. you have your you know, you're Omnia, but you don't know about Commonwealth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's that kind but, of thing. But it's kind of like a local scene. Right. Like, he's the, he's the, like, he's the industry, he's like the, the nightlife industry's DJ. Right. Or like, on an off night, you want to hear Jerome Baker. Right, 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 for sure. I mean, I, now, I would say, I was saying that for, like, when I was first starting. Mm -hmm. Now, I think he's got, like, more, even more of a stronghold, so he can play, he plays everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like... The funny thing about Jerome Baker and a, and a and a guy like that in a city like DC is that he has so much so much history and so many bones in DC and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Right. That he starts creating his own style. Oh yeah. And his style becomes 
an identity to DC. Yeah, like he's like a. Taste, you feel me? He's definitely a tastemaker for sure. So I mean, like, he's from Arizona, so he got you know. But he has the style where he stuff. plays everything. Right. He'll go from Afro beats to hip hop, to like you know, to like house, to like dance, to Kachanada, to yeah. Afro beats to. I'm a piano. He'll just continuously keep Recreate. switching it up. Yeah. Where if he if you DJing his party, you're almost like, well, how do I approach this? What am I gonna do? Because yeah. now the, like do I do I emulate his style? Right. Because the crowd identifies the party and his style with with the city almost. Right. Does right. that make sense? Well, because he's not afraid to push the envelope. Right. And he's not afraid to play what is actually like he has an ear to, to right. other you know places other you know but cities, it's so, so it's so it's so um it's so eclectic yeah and it's so um it's just so him right right it, it, everyone identifies it with him so if you're spinning with him and I've heard from other DJs they don't know where to go yeah I mean you because they're like do, do I copy him well you do, do have I try to like, do uh, I try to do what he's doing or do I just do me mm-hmm. and then they just kind of and then they'll see the crowd and they'll be like. They were just like, oh, this this crowd is really just formed. They're like they made their own. Yeah. They've made they're like they're a Jerome Baker crowd. Yeah, for sure. You know, but what you I'm saying? do have Matthias as well, who's yeah, his Matthias, partner on right. uh, shout to uh, their party, darling Nikki, darling Nikki. Yeah, uh, Matthias is another one. It's like, man, I'm like, yo, how do you even find these songs? Like he'll he'll like hit you with Afro beats that you never heard before. Like and like he just digs, like digs, 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 like all day, all night, and you're like. Like yo, have you heard this remix? Like no, like where do you get this stuff? Like he'll be on SoundCloud, like like digging, like if you were digging for vinyl. Like <laughs> he's he's another one that. But, they, like, but there's like a trust too. So the crowd, sure. even if they're playing like a couple joints you never heard, it all goes together. Yep. And then it all flows. But then you know that they're gonna turn up because you've been to their parties and you've heard their style before. So right. Like you know they're gonna turn up. But then if they're playing this, you're like, uh, maybe I should know this. Right. No, for so sure. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a level of. Uh, it's you know, it's something that's very hard to establish. Yeah, for sure. That's why I'm so impressed by it. Yeah. And if you go play their parties, you it's almost like a level of nervous. And you get in the, like right. they'll open for you and they're opening with their style. And you're like, where, like, do I, do we do turn up? And they're like, no, no, just do you. And it's yeah. like. But they but also, the, but yo, they, they, see, I hate these motherfuckers because they will tell you like, oh, just do you, do you, you know? Yeah. But it's kind of their way to be like, all right, so what you going to do though? Yeah, right. <laughs> For he hit, sure. He'll hit me up. He's like, yo, you need to do Darling Nikki, right? But I feel like it's a bait. Like, yeah, come through, you know? <laughs> like, let's, sure. let's see what you're going to do, Cricket. It's Bring definitely a sharp. level. Of and I always tell him, I'm like, no, nah, let, let me, I want to hang out. I want to <laughs> I want to hang out and I want to experience it first, and then I'll let you know if I want to come back and like DJ that shit. It's Cause, dope because I'm like, yo, fun. you're not gonna play me out, like, right. yeah, <laughs> not gonna fam. Like Jerome, <laughs> you're not gonna play me out, man. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go there and see what the fuck's going on. First. You know, that's too funny. But it's it's I'm very like I'm very I love it because even with me with 20 plus years in the industry, I don't even have that you know i don't have that stronghold of a of a crowd or following or or even a venue where i could just kind of let loose right you know what i'm saying no i get you i'm still kind of like you know a prostitute for whatever venue i'm working well, it's a little <laughs> like, i'm still a whore you know isn't it a little harder out here or even when when people fly you places cuz they kind of expect you to tailor to like 
like a Vegas sound or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like instead of being able to like say like DC, we can just do stuff that like, you know, makes the crowd, you know, go off, but like not necessarily like you're not getting people from Kansas and Missouri and Utah and like all in one place, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit harder. Explain the DC scene, like, in your opinion. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a hot and, and, and where do you fit in into the DC scene? See, that's why I, I see like, like Jer- Jerome Baker is so independent to me, right? Yeah. And I'm so and I I love it. It's a uh, it's like what MoMA has created. Right. Like you guys didn't like the city or the 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 scene didn't create a space for me. Right. So I created my own space. Right, right, right. And I was diligent and I was patient and now it's 10 years later and now I'm in and I'm in like an indestructible like kind bubble. of position, yeah, right? For sure. Where it's kind that. of like whatever's going on in your world, that's cool. My world stays the same. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? My he they kind of built this little kingdom. Right, right. Yeah. I could say that I'm that way except that I'm like I'm more in the I would say open format in the like bottle service, like either like top 40 um, with hip hop. Uh, I've also like opened like an echo stage, sound check, stuff like that for like EDM artists as well. So DJs like like you and maybe possibly myself and maybe all of us, we're more like hired hitmen. Yeah. Right? For sure. Definitely, we're like <laughs> you know. That's a great that's a dope term. Name. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's like that. a hired hitman. You've been on fire lately, buddy. No, 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 no. But like, all right, so like, if I was gonna break it down, okay, let there me break go. it down. Another crooked analogy. <laughs> I feel like Jerome and like MoMA have created their cartels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we're kind of like <laughs> we're Sicarios. You know, like you kind of hit us up. That's that's a really good analogy. We don't we don't really have a loyalty to anyone's like cartel. Right. You know, but we'll just hop around and if contract, you know, we were contract. We're still allies. Right. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great analogy. But they have their cartels. They've 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 gone so far into the industry that they've. You know, they were maybe like they were runners, right? <gasps> mm-hmm. They were like imp- they were what do you call them? Not imp- not importers, the not bootleggers. Mule- the mules? No, like no, no, no. Smugglers? They were smugglers. <laughs> they started off like a smuggler, right? <laughs> and now they have their own cartels. Yeah, leveled up. I can see. Right. I can see that. And meanwhile, we were just kind of sharpening our skills on just taking rooms out, just right. taking people out. Right. We weren't building a, a kingdom. Yeah. And a whole operation, and like they were. Right. So we're just Sicarios. <laughs> It's like, all right, you need someone, you need a room bodied in Miami, all right, hit me up. You yeah. need one in Texas, you need one in wherever, LA, New York, like whatever, New York. Toronto, whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, hit me up. Yeah. And no, that's kind of what we are. I definitely see that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's definitely a great, great analogy. I was like, damn. <laughs> We're I didn't even think about it like that, but yeah. Yeah, so I can't, I can't say that, you know, I have a room of all my people, and they're going to all listen to whatever I want to play, and they're going to go off. You know right, right, I mean? right. But I know I can get into a room and can just look out and be like, okay, well, you know, I know how to, you know, tear it down. Do you, do you feel like when, when you do like, I feel like nowadays when I'm going to rooms and I'm DJing, they're becoming more and more selective. Right. And it's not as open as it used to be. I could definitely see that. We're like, but it's like one room is not the same. Like open format here is very different from open format there. Yeah, for sure. And it's like now it's becoming more and more regional. Yep. So you have to learn how to DJ regionally. 
Oh yeah, for sure. And it's just like everywhere you go is just different though. Yeah. So you know like, oh, I'm on the West Coast. This room wants reggaeton and they want this and they want that. Right. Or like, or no EDM, but like some up-tempo and then reggaeton, but then it's the West Coast. So it's like more cumbia. Yep. You know, and then, and it's like no, not as much dembo, but then you go to Miami and it's like everything opens up. Right. It's yeah. like dance hall, uh, reggaeton, dembo, everything, but then not as much EDM or not as much this or that. Yeah. But, but honestly, in Miami, I think it's like open wide where you could do whatever yeah, the fuck you Miami, want. Yeah, Miami, you just kind of go wherever. Yeah, you could go wherever you want. Yeah. But, but it's I like, think, you know. I think too, like, yeah, it's like when you go to other cities, you almost have to ask a resident DJ, hey, what are you playing? But it's more, it's more yeah. uh, sec. Secular is that the yeah. word? Yeah, yeah. It's it's, like what I'm saying every city, like you can't just play. Like I, I pretty sure I can't play like I'm a piano like I want to. Yeah, and like people would just like go off like, but I, I could play it in Miami. You know but what I mean? That, see, to me dope. in the, in the West Coast, you don't have to play. You don't have to know any I'm a, I'm a piano at this point. Oh wow! I, I feel like, and I feel like maybe some of the Afro beats you know, you need maybe you need to know. Like three, three to four, yeah, yeah. 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 The oh, some rooms in DC yeah. is like that too. <laughs> like you play, like yeah, Essence. But see, like Joanna, Joanna. is not even and an Afrobeat, so that's not yeah, even right. like you talk to like. There's so much Afrobeat so. right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like in the West Coast, that's the Afrobeat yeah. playing. This was right. but yeah, but that's not even what's popping right now. Right, it's exactly. So much. That's no, like no, no. yeah. There's like that's there's like, like playing. I I got a feeling. Yeah, yeah. There's so there's so much there's so much Afrobeats right now. And For it's like sure. I'm not hearing any of it on the West Coast. Right, right. And it's crazy. That's why, like, not at all. None. Damn. Only at everyday people. Damn. Like, no, no. I mean, you're not like. I five, mean, the West like, Coast is like the same thing that was playing three years ago or four yeah, years ago. Yeah. But like, yeah. like Fireboy, you're not hearing any of that. No, any oh, wow. of that shit. Maybe, maybe Peru here and there, but not really. Not really. Right. You know, but there's so much heat and like Ram, maybe like here and there. You know. Okay. Yeah. And obviously, Burner Boy, but then like. The new records might not be even like yeah, you might not hear it in rotation. It, maybe at certain parties, well, like yeah. maybe like Donovan's Yard might be hitting a little harder. Okay, and they they might be trying to play it at certain parties. Yeah, I mean, just, honestly, even at the parties I've been at, like uh, the other day, I played uh, Last Last, which now is like huge. one of the biggest songs out right yeah, now. Huge, and I played it one venue. I went off. I think I played it on a Saturday night somewhere else, and then we were like, "What is this?" I was right. Like, oh, mm-hmm. never mind. Okay, <laughs> let's go to. Always oh, got to have that other record. And, and this is the same out. city, right? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's what he was just like, talking about. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is like it, it used to be like five or six years ago. It was a little bit more open, right? Where we was understood that these are the hit records. Yeah. But now, like a hit record in one region is is like a dud in another. Right. But it's it's and it's more than just like you know. It's different, like when a Cali DJ would go to like New York and they try to do a Bay Area set, <coughs> right, right, and they'd be like, "Oh, this doesn't work." It's like beyond that. Yeah, it's like when something's a hit record, and then you play it, and then New York's like, "Nah, we ain't nah, fucking we, with that," or yeah. the West Coast's like, "Nah, we we not fucking with that." But you like, "Yo, this is a hit record," right? Yeah. And it's not even like a regional hit record. Well, think, it just doesn't translate. Yeah, no, for sure. I think a lot of like I'm starting to think that. People are starting to look at DJs as taste makers a little less now because everything now is on the cl- like on the tip of people's fingertips, like like Spotify, anything. You know what I mean? Like they're you're kind of your own taste maker because you're able to just find songs and play them instantaneously versus having to go to a club back in the day 
and hear a DJ and be like, oh, that's popping. Okay, cool. Let me go find that later. Versus like, I know what's popping. You know what I mean? Like it's a little, it's a little different now. See, I think the opposite. I think really? DJs are becoming more tastemakers. Really? Where it's like you have to build an identity for playing certain things. And like I can play this really well. I get that. But I was just saying like as far as. But I think that's what's getting people booked. Because I think when you're like a Sicario for like all <laughs> of open format. Yeah. I think it's too broad. Yeah. Very and true. I think people are like, oh, but what do you specialize in? Because right. we need this. Right. And it's like. What you know, yeah, we being kind of well, I do. I play everything, right? We, we kind of conform to whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. needs. But to then be it's done. like, but then you play, <laughs> like you play everything. But then you play like reggaeton songs, but you're not on top of the new bad, uh, bad, bad bunny, bunny or some of the Carol G shit, or you know, right? Or you're not, you don't, you don't know the dembo. Then it's like, all right, well, you obviously not what we need, not what we need, <laughs> right? Right. You know, it's like what's that term? Sure. Jack of all trades, but a master of none. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. So I feel like now, and I could be wrong. You have to kind of pick. Yeah, you have what to start. Lane. Yeah, picking what lane. Start narrowing gonna, down what what kind of lane you want to be. Yeah, because even me and myself, like it's so much music for me to retain in my head. Right. And I could get, I get sometimes get lost on exactly how to approach each room. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, okay, like let's do. Like, I'll go to a room, and I don't know, it, it would be difficult for me to just stay in the middle. Right. Because I'm like, nah, I want to go right. And it's like, all right, that's good. They follow me. And then I go left, and they're like, all right, they're not. And then it's yeah. like, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, Trying to I'll just stay in the through. middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you're in the middle, it's kind of like, you don't really have an identity. Yeah, yeah. you're not. Does that a, make sense? Yeah, no, you're not. Because you know what it is, too? Like, I feel like 10 years ago, I knew exactly what open format was. Right. It was like, it was hip hop. A little bit of Latin, some up tempo, some medium. Now it's like a lot of subgenres. It yeah. open format could literally be identified to that city and what that definition of open format is. For and sure. it's almost too broad to even really keep up. Like yeah. we're saying, right? So like no, if yeah, I'm definitely. if I'm in Miami, open format could be completely different from open format in San Diego. Right. And right. that's what I think is probably the hardest for me is knowing which which one to tap into. For sure. Where I'm at. You know what I mean? For and sure. then I'm not even touching on like throwback parties. Right. So like oh, if yeah. you're like, hey, can you DJ my throwback party? It's R&B. And then you go and you play an R&B and then the DJ comes on and he plays like all the newest twerk songs and like City Girls. And you're like, and oh, I thought off. this was all R&B. I didn't know y'all were just going to like turn up yeah. and play. I mean, that's always, I'm, I know that's it's always been like that in Vegas. Like when they have a throwback party. Yeah. They, oh, really? they would play new shit. Like, yeah, yeah. But that's, I'm talking about I'm talking about like good like big throwback parties in other cities that are like where you could go like deep 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 mm -hmm. inside your crates. Yeah, but they still that. like you still playing like all the city girl. Yeah, <laughs> but that's why like before I do any of these parties that people want me to go to, I, I want to check it out. Yeah, for sure. And it's like you know I want to peep it and experience it, mm -hmm. and I and soak it up a little bit so that if I ever do it, and and the thing is that and I've I've talked to. MoMA about this because a lot of people go like shout to DJ MoMA from Everyday People which is like you know one of the biggest parties in America period. right yeah, for sure. in the world pretty yeah, much right <laughs> period um, but you know he's even I've talked to him about this like I'd rather be start out as a supporter of a party if a DJ is booking me and they have a party and it's their party and they're starting it I want to be a supporter before First. I just start DJing it yeah, and he's the same. Is he's kind of the same way? It's like, you know, people will hit me up like, "Yo, I want to get on Everyday People. I want to get on Everyday People," 
how do yo crook hook me up to you know you know i'm dope and i'll tell them like have you been to an everyday people have you been to the party and they'd be like nah so i'm like how do you know you want to dj something (laughs) and be a part of it if you've never gone to it they just probably see the clips and they figure out they know what to do what to play yeah, I mean, but they're also looking at their glory. Like, it's become a, a, a party where it's like a, a validation for uh, you as yeah, a DJ. For sure. Yeah. You know, because there's, there's a younger gen of DJs that are like, they have their bucket list. Just like when you were coming up, you wanted to DJ at certain clubs, right? Mm-hmm. And if you made it to that club, you were like, yo, I made I'm, it. I made I it. I made it, baby. Right? <laughs> yes. I mean, we all had that. Yeah. And but now people are looking at Moma's party everyday people like that, where it's a stamp of approval, like, I've made it. Yeah. Right. I'm doing everyday people. Right. But in his retrospect, but like you would never DJ at like let's say what was popping back in the day, like a spa or lotus, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like Lotus to me was the one of the epitomes of for night like like for nightclubs in New York. Mm-hmm. So when I finally made it there and I got a residency for every like I forgot what it was Wednesday or something or Thursday, I was like super proud of it. Yeah, but it, it was like I I went there and I studied, like I don't know like twenty to thirty you know I was there all the time. Do you know what to play DJ. when it was time for you to? Yeah, I was studying the DJ play. You knew how to rock that room. Not yeah. only how to rock that room, but how to do it my way. Yeah, like yeah. listening to them and being like, "Yo, I would do this. I would do this." Yeah. Or like, I would try this out. I would try this and I would do that. Right. You know? Yeah. But I feel like nobody goes out to support, but they then, they just want to They be, know, they think they know how to play the room. I don't know what it is. I think they just, what do you, I mean, what do you guys think it is? I think they just want, they just they, want the glory. They just want to do. I feel like, yeah, they just want that. They just want to say that they play everyday people. I don't that, think. That's, that's their way of making it. Before I would step into that room and want to do that party, if everyday people, I would want to go at least four or five times and really understand what that room is, what that party is, how the people move to that party. Like, And there's dope DJs that are there. I would go, go and support those dope DJs in the process, right? Sure. And then when I have my opportunity, then I have a better understanding of what to do. I think, see, like, I think you're looking at it a very positive way. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of DJs just see it as a stepping stone. Uh, yeah. And they just think, I think, you know what I'm saying? I don't think they give a fuck one way or another, like, what the party means to the actual industry. It's like a notch on the belt. I just think it's like a notch on the belt. And then they're looking for the next thing. I, I mean, think when I was coming up, my biggest, I always wanted to do a Bill Spector party. Right. Like, I used to go to all his parties before I was DJing his parties back in the days. Mm-hmm. I used to go to the parties. So I knew the format. I knew what to play. Right. I, I listened to the DJs. It was a, it was even Stretch Armstrong, Mark Ronson. Damn. Um, who was DJ for Bill? Um, Jews, and I just I, I used to study those guys. Mighty Mind Milo, and this would be like, yo, when it's when it's my turn, I'm I know what I, I know how to rock this room. And sure enough, when they when I got that chance, yeah, I was able to rock the room, and that was like a big deal for me. It was a big yeah for me too. Like Bill, shout to Bill Spector. Like yeah. I've always wanted to like DJ for Bill Spector, mm-hmm. and I never really got to. Yeah, and it was like one of those things I never got to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I always looked up to like the fact that mm-hmm. you know you want to do those rooms and you want to yeah. do justice to the like the legacy. Exactly. Yeah. You know you want to respect it, but I don't think motherfuckers see it that way. A lot mm-hmm. of uh, I don't think a lot of DJs see it that way. But I could be wrong. No, I I, I agree. I, what I was gonna say is it's a certain level of like disappointment that you a DJ should feel if you go and ask say your boy say say I ask Moma to. And he's my boy to DJ everyday people. And you ask and ask, and he's like, all right, I'm going to put you on. And you don't rock the crowd. 
I, that would give me like the worst pit in my stomach, just like thinking you're killing it. And you just look out and people were just like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, you know, what's the, you, know what's the, you know, what's the funny thing with, with everyday people is that you there wouldn't be a position where you wouldn't rock it. Yeah. Because the crowd is the best crowd they just take it I've in. ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. They would just run with whatever you're running with. Right. That's how good his crowd is. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's. It's unseen. Like I, I talk with Ross One all the time. He's like, that's not a normal crowd. <laughs> like, so you can't you can't really gauge like what's going on in the everyday people party. The crowd. Yeah. But I would say I would say even more so, not even well, the crowd one thing. Also your board like if moment if you be like, Yeah, well, so how did I do? Be like, yeah, you know. Be like, oh my God. <laughs> like that's the worst. Like, wait, wait, say they, it again, say it again. So if you know once <laughs> you you know what I mean? Like I don't you, know what he said. I was so you go to it. you go to like you know, you're done with your set and then you go to moment and be like, yo, so how did I do? Like, oh you know, like you you did something you did and like you know what I mean? Like they don't want to tell you that you didn't do that well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like you realize what they're saying without them saying it, and yeah. then like that would give me the worst anxiety like ever. That's why I stopped asking people. Yo, how did I sound? I'm just, right? They're like, ah, oh, you know, fuck, fuck you want you want a drink? <laughs> <laughs> well, how much how much do you do you care about the feedback on how you do? Like I said, like I said before, I don't even ask how I did. I just. Cause I I feel like like he said if you go to your your boy your promoter he's like yo how does that sound and he does like ah you you was alright yeah, yeah it kind of fucked your head up he's like damn I must I must have sucked yeah, how long because you expected him to be like oh man you killed that shit exactly but we don't hear that <laughs> you just hear yeah you was alright you did good and you're like fuck man yeah I must have sucked <laughs> right exactly how long does that haunt you though oh man a while until you oh, play that party again a while again. man yeah <laughs> until you play that party again and then you try to like kill it even more yeah has that happened to you yet Jamie yeah. You were fucking there. Remember that one party <laughs> up there? Up in the, um, oh, but it was like an all Mexican party. Yeah, it, it was like the wrong Mexican crowd that I was prepared for, and I bombed so bad. So it's know. crazy because it was like, were, were you nervous going into it or no? You well, were kind of confident. I was confident because it's Because he's like, yo, it's like, this is my people. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I'm DJing for Mexicans, right? Like, they're going to love everything. And then. Because he was going deep, right? He's like, I know all the things to play. Like, yeah. I'm Mexican. And I'm going to play for Mexicans, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm over there, and he's playing hip-hop. He's playing everything. And then it, it, everyone's, like, chilling. Everyone's vibing. Yeah. It was, it was still during the pandemic days, like, 30%. You can only sit down. can't really get up and dance. Yeah. Shit. Oh, okay. So it was one of those. But I was just like, uh, they, you know, whoever booked me told me to do a certain set. And I was like, oh, okay, so it's a mixture of this. and me. Okay, so I prepared something like that. But well, what was it? What was it? What kind of... Oh, it was all my uncles, song? man. Like, when I pulled up, it was, no, and then when somebody goes, yo, can you play corridos, which is like the real, real Mexican Sicario shit, in the other words, <laughs> I start playing that and it went off. And I was like, oh, this is the type of party I'm in. And <laughs> then I started looking around, I'm like, oh, okay, so, okay. So, so that, then break down what, what kind of party that is, like what, in a Mexican... Oh, no, that's just real... Paisa shit, like you, you walking into, like sorry to say, like people that can't even speak English, really. Like you're walking into a real, real Mexican ass party, like like first generation, like not even first, not like even first gen, not even first generation, like Americans. still f like just got here type of shit. You know what I mean? Like they just crossed the border not long ago and they just started <laughs> to work type of shit. Are these guys allowed to say the word? Like they can't say paisa, right? They can say paisa. 
Bryce is not a what bad is, word. Sound Th- depends how you say it. No, I'm not going to do it then. It's uh, a, <laughs> no, it depends how you say it. It depends how you say it. If you, if you, like, I need each one of these motherfuckers to, to say a sentence using the word paisa. I don't know. That sounds like a setup. Me paisa means like my homie. My Paisa. paisa but is it like the, the N-word? No. Okay. Paisa but you just said me paisa like my, yeah, me my paisa. homie. No, so. The word, the wait, word, wait, wait, wait. Is, is way? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay, go so, ahead, finish. Pa- paisa comes from the word paisano, which is native. Mm-hmm. So like my native guy, like this, we're from the same kind of like, we're from the same place. So that's what it means. So Where it's kind of like a, a, a saying the N word <laughs> to another brother. That's, <laughs> like, that's, why, that's why nigga. That's, that's why paisa. But yeah. way, is, it, is it way more like that? Way is more like that. Way is like, uh, dude. I thought way was more the N word. Way oh, is like when they este way. No, no. Este way. I like that. Like I don't think I've heard that. Way. Like this ninja. No, like no, this, no. Like <laughs> way, way, way off. No, no, no. No, it's not? No. Paisa is probably the closest to it, maybe, but it's not really like that. It depends how you say it. So, depends if you say me paisa, it's just like, you know, my homie, my N-word or whatever. My nigga. But, but yeah. <laughs> so, so Paisa is closest to the N-word. Yeah, but it's not. It's the not. N-word comes from like lineage yeah, know, of hate and shit, you know? <laughs> Our shit is just like, if you say pinche paisa, I'd be like, what the fuck did you say? Like, Pincha Paisa is like fucking like straight, you steal from the fucking country. Like, so it depends how you use it, really. So, but yeah. So, like, it, it can be used as like you're an immigrant. Yeah, like, you're yeah, a straight yeah, up yeah. immigrant, right? Like, you fucking immigrant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I remember like talking to some like Mexican Americans, right? And they just, they would like <coughs> kind of like, they would just call Paisa like some real immigrant shit. Yeah. That's so, like, you know, oh, you listen to that? That sounds like some real Paisa shit. Like they would, oh, okay. so that, that that's that's like all like the the corridos, the group of yeah. firme he was bringing up, so things yeah. like that. Like, oh, you're fucking paisa. You listen to that. <laughs> like, even when I play, like when I get into my little paisa, I guess section when I'm DJing and I play the corridos little section, they're like, yo, stop playing the paisa music. I'm like, dude, no, fuck off. Like, I'm gonna play this shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I walked into and I bombed the fuck out of that room and I felt defeated. How you know oh. you bombed? Oh, because they told me. They did, oh, they, oh, wow. They, were, they, they told me straight up. Is, wait, wait, yeah. what did they tell you? That was pretty funny. <laughs> they, they, they told me straight up, like, yo, like, that's not what we we're looking for. But then I was just like. While he's DJ. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, I still have that two more fucking word. hours to go. Whoa, what they, wow. But what were they looking for, though? <laughs> yeah, yo, check this out. I've never yeah. seen him, like, stressed, like, stressed, stressed. Yeah. In, like, you know, he's always smiling and, like, you know, Jamie has a good energy. Yeah. He just looked like, you know, stressed out. Like he was trying to like he Defeat was it. Well, he was like the the bomb squad and the police and he didn't know how to like like turn off the bomb. Yeah, like, like he was just like, Oh my god. Red cable, black cable. Yeah, he was like red cable. Everybody gonna blow up. He was like sweating, his face was like stressed. Cookie was like, You're not playing bad music, it's just not the right music. I'm yeah. like, All right, what, cool. what were they expecting you to play? Well, that's the that's thing. What I was trying to figure out. I've seen a few homies do that spot, and I was like, "Oh, like okay." And then um, one of the DJs sent me a folder. It's like, "Oh, you can play a bunch of this shit." I'm like, "Oh, perfect." But when I started playing that shit, it was not working. It just, he set you up. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay." And then I wow. And then I recalled. I'm like, "Oh shit! It's Cinco de Mayo weekend, so maybe the crowd was different for that weekend." Mm-hmm. But still, like you should have kind of forewarned me, or you know, right. <laughs> you put me to be there from six to no, sorry, from nine to two, 
And then by the time I was finishing up, I'm like, yo, you ready to switch over? He's like, you're not done till 3.30. I'm like, what? Damn, 9 to 3.30. So then I'm like, (laughs) how the fuck am I going to survive another fucking two hours? It's almost like you're in the middle of like fucking, right? (laughs) And then the partner is like, this this ain't popping. <laughs> but, you you can't, but, you, you, but you can't stop fucking. You gotta finish. And then you're like, all right, like, then you're thinking in your head, like, now I gotta make up some different moves. <laughs> like, what? Because I gotta keep angles. fucking. Like, I, I gotta keep, I can't, you know? So you're doing all kinds of weird, you're doing like Start shit you've never shit. done before. <laughs> and then you're like, nah. But like, keep fucking, and you're just like, all right, like, uh. can't even wrap it up. You gotta keep going. Start doing rash, you know what I mean? But yeah, that that time I, I bombed. It. I was like, holy fuck! And then Craig is like, you need those type of nights sometimes. Yeah, so you like, do, but here's the cool. See, this is the thing that I think happened, and you could tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. I think you were playing the right songs, but you weren't playing them the right way. Like you would play those songs differently now, and you would. You would drop it with more energy. No, now. you it was, it was just the wrong the wrong. You think so? Yeah. You would if you had to do that room again today. You would be more equipped now because of the the because the, of the, the, sh- the, the shit fuck that I did. Yeah. Well, no, because of the two years that you've also been studying, reading a room, and knowing when to drop the songs and building it up. That was only last year, though. So was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. I so, thought it was twenty twenty. No, it was twenty twenty one. It was like May Cinco de Mayo. But what I'm saying is, so you're just saying that room is fucked or you're fucked. <laughs> no, I just you never DJ that room again. After. No, I think no, I think he has to do it again. You got to do it again. You got I don't, I don't think the booker that booked me there is any there anymore. Then pay anyway. him. Pay him. Like you got to get over that. That's like a shorty. Like you, you know. Like give me one more chance. I got this. You got to redeem yourself. I can do better. I, I can do better next time. I'll add one more thing. I know what I did wrong. <laughs> this is the only way I know. This is the only way I know oh, that I the the crowd was different from the time I did it because D Miles did the same room and he crushed and he played similar shit that I was playing, but the crowd looked way different. So it's definitely <laughs> the crowd. Like I definitely got the uncles and he had like. Uh, I, know I know the room he's talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you had like a more younger, like hip yeah. crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like DJing for he had like all the, my uncles. he had like the, the t- authentic the Mexican the crowd. Yeah. All the teals. <laughs> you you were DJing like someone's sweet sixteen, and he was DJing like someone's fiftieth and yeah. wedding anniversary. <laughs> the, yeah, way different. <laughs> way different. <laughs> you were no. DJing like a wedding anniversary for like 25, 30 years. Dude, I went into a crate. <laughs> I, I don't think I've I've ever opened before. Oh, wow. Just to get by that fucking night. Now I got to hear corridos. Now you've heard them. No, but yeah, but we got to play it. I'll okay. play it now. You have it. Oh yeah, yeah. Just so we can have a reference. I was this, gonna say. This I, I, I kind of want to hear this. This is what the crowd want. This is what they wanted to hear. This is they were wilding out for this, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so this is what they wanted to hear. Get it closer. So then what do you follow this up with? What's the next banger? Oh. What's the next banger after this? Oh, hold on. This is like, this. that's like the party up, right? That, that's like be faithful. That's, that's like be faithful. So then what do you play after be faithful? Bottles coming out. Yeah. 
<laughs> what do you play after that? Well, they What's wanted the next this. Door? They wanted this. Uh, they wanted Grupo Firma, which is this one. Si de todos lados ya te this is like yo. That kind of music hits for when I do the fights. It's oh, a yeah. heavy Mexican crouch. Grupo <laughs> Firma is it. Wow. <laughs> they want the along shit. This is like the Keisha Cole Let It Go. <laughs> Yo, Crook. Jamie, how come you don't make like trap remixes of this shit? Like, I, just don't, I don't think anybody will fucking play them. I don't man, I, you'd be, I, I think, think you'd be surprised, I think they would. Man. They would Yo, play it in that club that you just Grupo played. Grupo Fermi is at, the, t- is at uh, the Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play. And they, I think they have two or three back-to-back-to-back sold nights. And they're all show. sold out. Oh, all wow. sold out. Like wow. insane yeah. at a football stadium that holds 60 so what does that mean when people? it's all sold out are they doing LA uh, concerts too or oh, LA? yeah, yeah they, own well, they got four in LA and they're all sold out so then who's coming to oh, Vegas wow. to see that two nights three nights yeah, I think all the people heavy, that went to that party Mexican, that I fucked up on heavy Mexican <laughs> uh, <Wow>. population <laughs> in Vegas Oh, no, they show out for that group, bro. Holy shit. That's like the Drake right now. Yeah, Grupo Fetime is. It's like the, K, the K-pop. Uh, what's that? Sorry. What's that? Uh, BTS. BTS. Yes. It's like yeah. the BTS of Mexicans, bro. Wow. Damn. You should do some remixes, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. You'd be surprised, man. You never know what happens, man. Go off. I know. That's our last one. I hope yeah. you. I hope you. We'll make it a road, road podcast remix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Rise, I was curious. Since Park started focusing more on food and beverage instead of, instead of having that bottle service crowd in the nightlife, who took that over? Like, who kind of came in and maybe filled that void, if, the, if anybody, in D.C.? So, I don't know if there was a... Like one, because you know, Park was a mega venue, as is uh, like was Dream, sorry, as was uh, like Dream, which was also Mark Barnes as well. Um, that was just, that was before Park, yeah, it was like Dream, then Dream became Love, right? And then that's Love is when Park opened up as well, and then they left that space. Dream was like the 2000s, right? Yeah, 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 that's when that's when it, that was crazy. That time was crazy too. That's when uh, were you were you going out to? Yeah, I went out to Dream. See, I, I never went there. I went to. Oh, I went really? Was, you love. went to Dream. I went when it was love. When it was love. Yeah, two thousand eight. It was wild. It was and it was massive. Yeah, it was popular. It was like, like how many people? Because like man, I, that was I'm even t- more than that was even. I would say apart. maybe eight to ten. Yeah, eight to ten thousand big, people. Big, big, big venue. I'll talk to Rocktacon, and uh-huh. he'll he he knows Mark Barnes. He's yeah. from Virginia. Oh yeah. Right? Oh, that's right. Right. So he'll tell me about. Mark Barnes and he'll be like, "Yo, that's OG. That's like oh, Dream." Yeah. And he would even tell me about Dream and Love, yeah, and stuff. But I always wanted to experience it. But I can't want you like, what what was it like? Well, remember, uh, uh, Hey Ma, the um, uh, Cameron song. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was filled outside of love. <clears throat> I didn't oh, know that's that. that's oh. the club yeah. when they, when he's like when he goes up to the guy and he's like, "Yo, I can't get in." La, la, la. Like you got like he's like, "Nah, you're not getting in tonight." Or whatever, Jewels. Uh, <coughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, that was Taz. So Taz was, and Mark Barnes, they, they made Dream together. And the guy that was not letting them in was Taz. Wow. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, yeah. Holy it's shit. It's so funny. Like, DC, I don't think we get, like, I mean, I don't think we get, like, shitted on. But, like, there's a lot of, like, history in DC that people don't really, like, recognize. Like, but you, uh, but you, I don't mean to cut you off. But you, there's a lot of DJs in DC, a lot of people in DC feel like you guys are shitting on i don't know if it's shitting on i just there, think there is this like uh there is this little it's not a chip on the shoulder but it, what, what do you call it there is this like there is this energy that you guys like you guys never sh- like shout us out you never show us i don't like, <laughs> the recognition, I mean, I don't, huh? the recognition? It, yeah it's I like a, a like a frustration 
or it's like you know they're aggravated and shit yeah no i can see that but i don't i don't think that i just think that as djs they we kind of feel like we can do a bunch of different rooms yeah like Mm -hmm. in other cities um but i don't think that djs in my city realize that we're still not Miami, we're still not New York, we're still not LA. So, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're a big city, but it's still, it's, you know, kind of a secondary market. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Which, you know, I wish it wouldn't be, <laughs> but like, that's not, you know, it's not realistic. We don't have, our nightlife is not Vegas nightlife. It's not Miami nightlife. It's a great nightlife and it's, you know, busy, it's prominent, but not, not like that, you know? Do you it, think? Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say it's also and correct me if I'm wrong. It's more of a weekend town, right? Yeah. So you're like, not having a. I mean, you may have a Monday party. You may have a Tuesday party. Wednesday yeah. it gets a little bit more popping, kind of. Because I've never been more impressed when I was in D.C. with like how people go hard on Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah. But then I'll talk to them and they're like, "Oh yeah, I work for the government or I yeah. teach at this university." But they're fresh as fuck with their gear. Right. Like suited. It could be snowing and the women are in dresses with like big coats. It's like a beautiful scene. Oh, yeah. Especially for for people of color. Like I've never been to a a town. I've been a few, but DC just for me stuck out because it was just like people of color and they were extremely classy, well educated, but on the weekends they turn up heavy. But during the week I was there and it was kind of dry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Monday through Monday, Tuesday is usually quiet. Wednesday, like, Darling Nikki pot, uh, party will go off. Maybe a couple other parties will go off. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday's brunch, and you know people go crazy. And then that's kind of it. Then you know the week starts all over again. So it's a little. It's not like I said. It it, it turns up, and we have a lot of clubs now, which brings me back to what I was uh, saying before. Like, well, one, I gotta correct you on the on the. When they turned into when Park turned into food and and just food and beverage, that was literally only like that was over like pandemic time, and then they they were like we're we're done, but that didn't last that that long. I didn't want people to be like yo like for years they were just food and no, no. you know what I mean. That's definitely a reaction to the pandemic. Yeah, yeah for sure. And they were like, yeah, why we don't need the like the hassle, high security, da 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 da. We'll just switch to restaurant. And then I think just now they're like, you know what, let's you know, maybe incorporate both again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think now DC has so many smaller venues that like, there's no one top, uh, like top 40 hip hop club. That's like a massive club, like a park was or park is, excuse me. But, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But as far as like EDM, you have like echo stage, which is a mega club and you know, but that's more ticketed, DJ, like you know, ticket mm-hmm. sales, DJs. It's almost like a live performance space, if anything. Right, right, right exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I would say that like it, it just expanded more so than just more so than condensed, or yeah. more so than what's the word? Consolidated. Consolidated. So, yeah, have you been to Walteros party? Adobo. Yeah. Oh no, I have not. That's my boy. Uh, you know no, Marquetto? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a guy. He's dope. <laughs> yeah, he's dope. The he's party dope. looks dope. Oh, man. That party goes off. 
off, off, off. I have not got a chance. Well, they're always, you know, usually on a Friday, Saturday, which I'm working. It's a, it's a reggaeton, but, dembo, dembo, just all lines. Latin okay. music party. Yeah, it's But it's, a, it's like outdoor. It's a day party, right? Yeah, yeah they'll have it in different venues, yeah. and their venues always sell out. But it looks like oh. there's like 800 to 1,200 yeah, people there. Yes, yeah, so the last one they did is uh, at Bullpen uh, by the, uh, where the Nats play, the uh, Nationals, Washington Nationals, the yeah, baseball yeah. team. There's a spot, like a pregame spot called a bullpen. It's just like this open area with like crates, um, like um, what are those? Uh, yeah, like, like picnic picnic uh, benches and right, right, and like right in the middle with then people, you know, vendors selling you know beers and drinks or whatever. Yeah. Just big open space. And from the looks of it, it was just like over, over sold out. Like couldn't move, and it was people were going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That boy Waltero, man, he's a shit, bro. Excuse <laughs> me, yeah, that's my, that's my dude. Wait, who was the dude that came at me on Twitter uh, about? He some dude from that party was like coming at me on Twitter. Oh, Pe- <laughs> Pedro. It was it Pedro? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, me and him talked about that party, and we're like, "Yo, that looks dope." Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's like, and we didn't know much about it. So we're like, oh shit, like, you know, when did this start? And we were kind of interested yeah, in yeah. like looking into the party. And I think we had like a conversation, right? About Latin, like, what were we talking about? Uh, about uh, El Alpha not being a superstar. Oh, yet. that's what it was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so like on our previous episodes, maybe like two or three episodes ago. You were yeah. saying he wasn't going to be the, like, he wouldn't no, be I, the torch, uh, wouldn't be carrying the torch for, for Dembo. Right? I said that he isn't the he isn't the star. The crossover. Right, He's not right. the crossover star for Dembo, um, right. even though he is basically the face of Dembo. Right. Right. But I said that I said that um, Tokisha is more of the like the crossover star yeah. that will like make Dembo that will put Dembo probably in like you know in more of a pop chart kind yeah. of crossover yeah yeah. So, yeah like a like maybe a sean paul but maybe not even you know mm-hmm. yeah but i mean El alpha like has all these records i mean he is dembo right now yeah, like he's yeah, the, like king the king of dembo right yeah, now. yeah 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 you know, but, but it's kind of like shaba ranks right shaba ranks was a huge huge dance hall star yeah but then there was like sean paul so that like actually yeah, uh, yeah so right. sean paul actually crossed over yeah. and he made like and i think i did an argument like you know like white girls in the suburbs aren't dancing to El Alpha. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I said like we're not we're not DJing and and people aren't coming to us saying play yeah. El Alpha. They're saying yeah. play Bad Bunny. Yeah. Right? They're not telling yeah. us to play El Alpha. Right. So like he's not obviously not the crossover star for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's not crossing over to the West Coast. And he's like, "Well, fuck the West Coast." I think he said something like that. Like oh, the West really? Coast is wait. I don't think he said fuck the West Coast, but he said <laughs> he, he said something like now, we're kind of late on shit. He was saying like yeah, they're late, and I said yeah, we we all know this. Like we've had conversation. Like this is obviously a person that doesn't listen to the podcast, and maybe got sent maybe a snippet of what we were talking about, and oh, just gosh. like he wanted to talk about it. Yeah, and then I, you know. No, I think he but, listens to a podcast, but I just think that Well, if he did that, I mean, we've had multiple conversations. But maybe he started listening to it after those parts. But yeah, we and have only, spoken how West Coast are late on a lot of shit. And not only right. that, I mean, we've had big DJs like Dynamics, and we've had ex, we've talked to Exile about yeah. all this music and oh, Dembo yeah, and everything. Right. And like we've talked about how they've even admitted, like, if I go to New York and Miami, I'm literally listening and I'm collecting music to bring to the West Coast because they're going to be ahead of us. Right. You know, like they've admitted this shit. Right, right. right. So for him to like just like kind of just say like, well, you guys, you know, the West Coast is behind. I'm like, of course it is. Right. But it's also also a a thermometer, right? Right. Yeah. So like if your music isn't popping on the West, 
like it is on the East Coast, then you're more regional. Yeah, you're talking. You know what I'm saying? So then now we're getting into a thing where like I'm not in your world and you're not in mine. And now you're saying I'm it's like a class. Now you're saying I'm an outside and I'm saying you're an outsider. I'm not saying you're an outsider, but you're saying like I'm outside. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then meanwhile, I'm like, I'm a big fan of whatever y'all doing. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you're, and I you're want, making the same argument. Yeah, and I want, but I want to, like, yeah, exactly. We're on the same side. Right. We're agreeing on stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, it was just, I, it was weird. Like, I'm not mad at the dude or anything, yeah, you know? Like but a, it, Just a disconnect. Well, it's a disconnect with, with uh, social media. That's but right. I, I do, I think that with the Dobo, right? Adobo, Adobo. DMV. Yeah, yeah. Adobo, Adobo DMV. DMV. Like, it's just like, if uh, check it out on Instagram or Shit socials. Crazy. Like, yeah, the recap wow. videos look crazy. It's something I would like to, like, check out. Definitely. Yeah, like, I want to go to Darling Nikki. Yeah. I've talked to uh, Jerome about it numerous times. Like, I'll go to New York and I try to, like, literally, you know, book Nikki my away. flight early <laughs> yeah. and then go there and yeah. I can't make it. I think there was one time when, where Picture I had to, yeah, I had to like, oh, I had to like, yeah, that. that was dope. <laughs> yeah, I was there that night. <laughs> I was trying to tell him, yeah, yo, leave early. He's like, no, I'm like, yo, I'll split the flight with you. Just go. Like you, you've been wanting to go to this shit for a while. Yeah. But it's, yeah, this just didn't work out. But even now, like you've been trying to go to Darling Nikki for quite some time now. Yeah. Shout to Pedro's, shout to Altero, and shout to Adobo DMV. Like yeah. we're, we're big fans. And we, we, we want to come support. Shit. We'll come support. Actually, I want to do Darling Nikki and then try to like work it all around and. You know, do shit, we DC. might yeah, shit, we know. might have to go record in DC. So that'd be dope. I've been that wanting be to dope. do that. I've been yeah. wanting to do that. But I want to do like New York and then DC and then and work it all in and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. That'd be real dope. Wait, so wh- where can I see you next? You're going to be in Miami. What you? What do you do? New Miami, New York, DC? Like you stay on the East Coast? Kind of that rotation, yeah. Um, I have been out West, so I'd like to get out here more. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah mostly that for, for now. But yeah. What's a city you want to do out West? Anyway, I mean, honestly, anywhere. I love anywhere. the West. I love West Coast. <laughs> like music wise, you're not signed to wise. Right? No, no, very independent. So, oh, shit. yeah, independent. it's just me making yeah. my own, making my own schedule. So, all right. Well, we're gonna hang out tonight. Yeah, let's do it. Yes, so I'll, I'll pimp you out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'll make him the new Sicario. I'll be your sub promoter. I'll pimp you out. <laughs> yeah, get get your sub promoter. <laughs> I need you to go back to your sub-promoter ways. Oh, man, I got you. <laughs> Put on that hat real quick. Yo, Rise, it was good to have you here, man. Thank, Thank you, you for coming, man. Thank you for coming you, through, man. Really appreciate it. And I'm it. glad you've, you've always supported the podcast. Oh, for sure. Since you know, y'all first started, Twitch, to be honest. Yeah. Early, early on. And for sure. I appreciate it, man, for real, like, yeah, man. Uh, on some real shit. Thank you. Nah, it's really dope for you for you guys to uh, have me here, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Good shit, man. Yeah. DJ Rise, man. Yes, Thank sir. you. Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday, we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms. And every Thursday, the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash roadpodcast. And to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit youtube.com slash DJ City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.